0: Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God centered, God focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So,
1: the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a
0: nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion.
1: Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a walking in truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome Jiu Jitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel We give away free Bibles, we offer prayer, and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love Walking in Truth, and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth, everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. Is truly appreciative. 1
0: Samuel 29 The Philistines Mistrust David. Now the Philistines gathered together all their armies at Aphek, while the Israelites were camping by the spring which is in Jezreel. And the lords of the Philistines were proceeding on by hundreds and by thousands, and David and his men were proceeding on in the rear with Achish. Then the commanders of the Philistines said, what are these Hebrews doing here? And she chief said to the commanders of the Philistines, Is this not David, the servant of Saul, the king of Israel, who has been with me these days, or rather these years? And I found no fault in him from the day he deserted to me to this day. But the commanders of the Philistines were angry with him, and the commanders of the Philistines said to him, Make the man go back, that he may return to his place, Where you have assigned him, and do not let him go down to battle with us, or in the battle he may become an adversary to us. For with what could this man make himself acceptable to his Lord? Would it not be with the heads of these men? Is this not David, of whom they sing in the dances, saying, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands? Then Achish called David and said to him, As the Lord lives, you have been upright, and your going out and your coming in with me in the army are pleasing in my sight. For I have not found evil in you from the day of your coming to me to this day. Nevertheless, you are not pleasing in the sight of the Lord's. Now, therefore, return and go in peace, that you may not displease the Lords of the Philistines. David said to Achish, But what have I done? And what have you found in your servant from the day when I came before you to this day, that I may not go and fight against the enemies of my Lord the King? But Achish replied to David, I know that you are pleasing in my sight, like an angel of God. Nevertheless, The commanders of the Philistines have said, he must not go up with us to battle. Now then arise early in the morning with the servants of your Lord who have come with you. And as soon as you have arisen early in the morning and have light, depart. So David arose early, he and his men, to depart in the morning to return to the land of the Philistines. And the Philistines went up to Jezreel. Here in 1 Samuel 29, you can see we already know that David has been uh, encamping and and working alongside the enemy, and uh, he's God's anointed, God's anointed chosen king, and he's working alongside the enemy of God's people. So um, there's a lot of things that, of course, I feel is going to come from that in the future for him, but for right now. We know the enemy has one agenda. The enemy has one plan. In fact, the Bible says that the enemy does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. So if that's the only purpose for the enemy, spiritually, and in this case, as the um, it's being shown to us through the the Philistines, representing the enemy, they have one purpose, one agenda, one desire. It's to steal, kill, and destroy. And there's no other thing. David David is there. They know that David is the Lord's anointed. And he is has been finding safety hiding amongst the enemy. So the enemy realizes that David is still the Lord's anointed. And even though they can be very consistent in what they're wanting to do, they're concerned that David can't be trusted in that. That he—that That is not his intention. And the way that they really put it is that the Philistines are there to fulfill the wishes of their gods, where David is still aligned with and faithful to his God. So he can't be trusted that he would fulfill whatever they ask for him to do because he is serving another master. So sometimes in our lives, we find ourselves to where it feels as if we're doing the work of the enemy. And the enemy is going to try to use any one of us for an attack or for just something. It, it's um, even a devout Christian can still be used by the enemy to send a wrong message to, uh, to somebody else that would block them uh, in a certain situation from finding truth. So what we have to do is realize um, the enemy is not budding up to us. And I know that we're not sitting there budding up to the enemy. But you can't walk in walk in really close proximity to sin and think that there's some way that you'll be able to control and get away with it. You have to get as far away from sin as you can. It's not, well, I'm confident in myself that I'll react the right way. That's not enough. We can't entangle ourselves with this world and the affairs of this world. And the same, we can't entangle ourselves in the enemy's actions and what the enemy is doing. You cannot tame the enemy. And the enemy is spiritual, not flesh and blood. So David can't be trusted by them. So they tell him, no, go back there. We don't want to send you back to your people because if we send you back to your people, maybe then you're going to turn around and destroy us so instead we want you to stay here hanging out with us but we're not sending you out to the front line because you could turn on us the enemy does the same thing for us yeah you've come close proximity to us and and our design is to still kill and destroy yours is not you're still aligned with your god which is the lord god we can't be trusted by the enemy. The enemy would rather keep us isolated and push to the back rather than even send us up to the line. Knowing that as we are committed to our Lord God, the creator of all, that, uh, at any moment, we could realize our mistake and turn on the enemy. So, Father, thank you that um, you can show us that even David, as David is your anointed, chosen king for your people, just as he is susceptible to falling to the, um, the schemes of the enemy, we are just as susceptible. And we need to be aware that we can't Father, you've shown us we cannot entangle, we can't buddy up with, we can't come in close proximity to the enemy. Or um it's gonna bring nothing but destruction. Father, I pray that you, the Holy Spirit, you would give us clarity. You would give us wisdom, you would give us guidance, and you would highlight for us anytime that we're stepping too close, we don't want to be anywhere near sin, but. When we start falling close to sin, Holy Spirit, show it to us, highlight it to us, so that we know that we need to repent and we need to return and we need to turn away from all of that and come back into uh, the close proximity of the only one we want to be near, which is you, Father. And thank you, Jesus, that you've taken this battle and succeeded. Because you showed us how we can do the same. Give us the strength and give us the courage to continue to fight on. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds?